0: Very good Okay, here we go. Today's Davizaf Lamadalid. We were Zaycha, page 34, Mesach the Nazir. We were Zokha to finish the parak yesterday. We're going to pick up from the bottom of Lamadalid, Aleph, with the sixth parak. And we are four lines from the bottom in the mission. So, what our mission is going to be focused on is the three areas of prohibition that the Nazir is responsible to. Okay? What are the three areas? So I'm going to introduce this parak as we go through it. Let's learn the Mishnah. And as we go through it, I'm going to to bring out some focus on what the Gemara is going to, uh, uh, you know, um, really challenge us on. So here we go. Shleisha Minim. There are three species. Now this three species means there's three areas of halacha, we'll call it. Asurim bin Nazir. That create prohibition upon a Nazir. Number one is HaToma. A Nazir is not allowed to become tummy. Okay, that we're familiar with. Vitiglahas. A Nazir is not allowed to cut his hair. Familiar. The min hagafen, And that which exits the grapevine. Interesting expression, but let's stop here and focus. It seems from the Mishnah... To eat a grapevine itself is fine. Would you agree with that? To eat a grapevine itself is fine. You want to eat uh, wo- wood or soft shoots of a vine. That's not yite, that, that's a gefin itself. It seems from the Mishnah, min the fruits or that which exits the vine is going to be an issue. Okay? If you, read the, if you take the Mishnah face value. So we'll see. Next anything that comes from the grapevine, they join together to create the prohibition. Let's pause and talk. When the Torah prohibits eating, there's a minimum shear. there's a minimum amount that you need to eat in order to transgress biblically. Generally speaking, that measurement, if it's a salad, is the size of a kezayas. You have to eat the size of a kezayis for it to be considered eating. Less than a kezayis is not called eating. If it's a liquid, the size of a revias. Okay? Machlech is what a revias is, anywhere between 1.9 and we'll call it into the four ounce area even. Okay? So, says the Mishnah, anything that comes from a vine joined together to make the minimum shear, the minimum amount. So let's say I eat seeds of a grape, that's half of a kazaeus, and I eat the flesh of the grape, which is a half a kazayas, those two are gonna to join together and say, you transgress biblically. Okay? Clear? Good? Okay. So then that comes from the grapevine? Mesar from samson It combines together. The inchayev, and you're not gonna be You're not gonna be obligated for biblical in a biblical way. Ad unless you eat a kezayis of grape. Okay? Now, we have to, is the Mishnah just giving us what the measurement is? Mm-hmm. We'll see. Seder, turn to Ahmed Base. Mishnah Rishaina In the earlier Mishnah, they said, that when it comes to drinking. The prohibition of a Nazir is he has to drink a revius of wine, the minimum amount of drinking. Rabbi, Kiva Aymer, Rabbi Akiva says, "Afilu shara pitay bayayin. You hear this: even if you soak a piece of bread in wine. So now listen to this. Ready? Is bread prohibited for a Nazir? No. no. Is wine prohibited for a Nazir? Yes. The wine follow is now becoming a salad with the bread. So do we say, now that the bread is soaking up the wine, if you eat a kezayas of this bread, you've transgressed? Do we say, Heter mit iser, Something mutter, once it's connected to the iser, is now part of the iser. So if I eat a kezayas of this bread, the bread is now counted towards the measurement of a olive. So Bikiba says, even if you soak your bread in the wine, the yesh b'kadei letzaryev kezayis, and now together, the bread and the wine abdukezayis, chayiv, you're going to be chayiv. Now, what are the two main chidushim here? What are the two most novel ideas that you're seeing from Rabi Kiva? Number one is that you, the bread joins in, like we mentioned. Mm-hmm. Number two is we're dealing with wine, so you'd think the measurement is ravias. But we're changing it to a Kazayas because it's soaked up in the bread. It's soaked up into a salad now. Mm-hmm. So the measurement, it's a Kiddush, is going to change before it was in the bread. I'm not Chayav until I have it all revealed. Now it's going to go back to a Kazayas. Clark? Mm-hmm. Okay. Says the Mishnah of the Chayav al Hayayin b'fnei atzmai, you're obligated for drinking straight wine, and for grapes. Straight by itself, the al b'fnei atzmon, and also for chatzonim and zogim, chatzonim and zogim are seeds and skins of grapes. But we don't. But we're about to have a machlekes as to which one is which. Okay. So, but we know that chatzonim and zogim for sure skins and and seeds. So, ben says. You're not going to be chayav until you eat two seeds of a grape along with the grape skin. Okay? So what he's saying is that, that um, you're not going to be obligated for eating seeds and skin separately, but only if you have a combination of the two, that's where the iser kicks in. and The Gemara is going to have to explain. Says the Mishnah, the Mishnah continues and says, what are Khartsonim and Zogim? Which one is the seed and which one's the skin? So the Magmar, the Mish is gonna have Mach Elohein, Khartsanim Elohim Zagim. What are Khartsonim and Zogim? elu Elohit Sainim. As we're gonna see as Rabbi Yehuda, you could remember it sounds a little similar, right? Khharzonim are the Chitsainim, the outer part. Khartzonim, Kit it's the skin. Zogim Elu Pnim. The Zagim are the seeds. Did the Yehuda is a bit of Yehuda. But Rebbe argues, Rebbe says, no. Shalai don't make that mistake. And I'll give you a way to remember what's what. Kizug Shal It's like a bell of an animal. How is a bell of an animal around the neck of an animal structured? So you have the outer bell and then inside the bell, there's a knocker. Right? That The, the metal piece that swings back and forth. So he says, the outer part of the bell, that's called the zug, ba'panimi, and the thing that knocks back and forth, what's inside, is called inbal. So he holds that charzonim, the skins. I'm sorry, the, the what's called charzonim is actually the seeds, at opposite of Rabbi Yehuda, and what's called the zogim is actually the skins. Okay. Clear Mishnah, let's give a quick, uh, a quick review We have time to focus in on this And the Mishnah taught us There's three categories of halacha That a Nazir is forbidden in He's forbidden in Becoming impure Shaving his hair sha- uh, Shaving hair from his body And anything that comes out From a grapevine And then the rest of the Mishnah Focused on what comes out of the grapevine Okay, What's Mitzterah for a And various halachas of the wine Let's get into the Gemara now Zok the Gemara, Shloy Shemina Masurem nazir HaTomo Says the Gemara, Hayyaitzim in What did we explain when we learned the Mishnah? That which comes out of the grapevine is forbidden. But what about Gefen HaTzmai? Light, There's no problem. I can eat the vine itself. Nachon? Right? That's what it said. If it comes out of the grapevine, you got a problem. Inside, you're cool. It's fine. Says the Gemara, Masneesim to Rebbe Lazar. Masneesim, our mission is not like Rebbe Lazar, to the the Rabbi Elazar Raimer, Rabbi Elazar says, Afilu feelu alen velu lavim b'mashma." Even the shoots and the vines themselves are going to be usher. Oh, that argues on our Mishnah. Fine, Sir so Rabbi Elazar's not our Mishnah. Igdamri la aseifa. There those who say it with a uh, connected to the end of the Mishnah, Eina chayev ella ad sheyichal mina novim He's not obligated until he eats from the grapes or kezayis. What does that mean from the grapes? You could imply that if you can't eat from the grapes itself, you're going to be chayev. See, so either from the Resha, where it says that which comes out of the grapevine is going to be a problem, It's going to imply that the grapevine itself is fine, or from the Sefer, which says the grape is a problem, we could imply... That the grapevine also is not a prohibition for a nazir to eat. like Lazar, and that this mishnah we learn out from the Seif, is also not like Rebbe Lazar. The time to learn the brayser. Rebbe Lazar, Lazar says, "Afilu He holds it's taka going to be usher to eat the soft shoots and the leaves, basically the, the you know things that are called the vine itself. He holds those are also going to be usher. Okay. Period. End of the Gemara. As far as that part of the conversation is concerned. What we've just clarified is, we follow along, here we go. What we've just clarified is that <coughs> when our Mishnah says say that which comes out of the grapevine, our Tanakh holds the grapevine itself, is okay. Rabbi Lazar says even the grapevine itself is a problem. Now, why do they argue? Why do they argue? That's going to be the sugya. now. Take us down to the bottom of the Yomud. And I want to introduce the argument. With the following. There's times in the Torah. There's times in the Torah. Where the Torah uses a generalized term. Okay. I'll give you an example. The Torah says. You bring a carbon from a behemoth. What is a behemoth? So a behema is an animal. Really, if you don't clarify, if I say the word behema, or even the Torah find the word behema, it can mean any animal, even non-domesticated. There's another. There's a non-domesticated animal that usually is referred to as a chaya. You have a behema which is domesticated, and I, a chaya that's not. That's undomesticated. It's not domesticated, but practically speaking. Even a chaya is a behema. It's just a category of a behema. So if the Torah says you can bring a carbon from a behema, then what the Gemara is using is what the, what the is doing is using a generalized term that any behema could be brought as a carbon. So if, what if the Torah were to say it like this: You can bring a carbon from behema and from all sheep? Whoa, 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 whoa! whoa, whoa. From all sheep. What, what? You, you just told me a behemoth. Is it a behemoth sheep? Why are you talking about sheep? Why would you say that? Why were you specific about that? That what you just specified is already included in your more generalized word. So why are you saying sheep? <laughs> so I got to start thinking. Maybe the Torah wants to let me know that when it said behemoth before, it means literally domesticated. And therefore it's telling me what sort of example of behema do I want to mention? Domesticated. Don't think Tenda that includes even a chaya over here. It includes even undomesticated. Again, because if I use the word behema, it could be anything. The moment I specify something that wasn't necessary to specify, it must be, it's coming to the exclusion of something else. Okay? So you have something called a generalized term and a specified term. Sometimes the Torah will give a specific name to something. It'll say, if you find a donkey of your friend straying on the side of the road, you have an obligation of a Shabbos Avedah. Does that mean literally a donkey and nothing else? Or maybe that specific word donkey is actually telling me a more general category. It's an example of something larger. you I going with this? Sometimes you have a general term that includes everything and then I'm specifying it afterwards and we're bothered why you're specifying it. And then other times you could hear the approach to be, the Torah mentions something specific and we're like, why would it only be a donkey? Maybe the Torahs give me an example of anything that the owner is going to come looking for and it's, even if it's a balchai and walks on its own and it has to look like it's lost on the side of the road it can't be that the owner knows that it's there otherwise you're you're taking an owner's thing and he already knows it. and you're, you're making it harder for him right Some, if you walk over to my table over here you walk over to the table and you, you take you, you take the glasses off the table and you do a mitzvah sabedah, you're just going to call me cause me an inconvenience because now I can't find my glasses until so you return it Right, so why talk about it? You got to make sure it's not the laws. You can't just you don't just take things if there's a chance that the owner of Dafko wants it there, right? Otherwise, you're not doing anybody any typist So, there's general terms and specific terms. Okay, with that being said, there's two primary ways from Harsinai to Darshan: generalized and specific terms. They're both connected. They could both apply to the same words. But there's a messairah, there's tradition in how to darshan it. One way to darshan it is called with a klal and a prat. You can have a klal and a prat, which is a generalized term with a more specific term. And if you have a generalized term and a more specific term, there's a certain way to learn out the halakha from from such a thing. There's other ways to darshan it called a reboy, which is a broader term, Umiut and a more specific term, a more limited term, a klalum prat, a broader and specific, or a riboy umiyat, a, um, a klalum prat is general and specific, and riboy umiut is broader and more limited. They they both make sense by the same word. It's just a matter of your mesira, how which one to use. Do I use a klalum prat, or do I use the rules of riboy umiut? And depending on which rules you use, will determine what halacha you walk away with, because they both have their own way that they're darshant. Okay? So we haven't explained how it works, but we're explaining there's a difference. Here we go. Says the Gemara. what's <laughs> my seen Tana and Rabbi to whether or not you can eat the vines itself. Here we go. Rabbi Lazar says <laughs> the way to darshan is spoken by Nazir is with a riboy umiyut, with broader terms and more specific terms. And the Rabbanon Darshan generalized terms with more specific. They have different messiah, how to darshan the words. Now let's get into this. Rabbanan uses the rules of riboy, umid, broader and specific. It says the nazir should be yazir, should remove himself from wine and old wine. That's a miyat. This is being specific. Only wine is a problem. And then it says, Anything that comes out from the grapevine, well, that is riba. You just generalized, you broadened what you said before. Before it was just wine is a problem, and now you're saying that anything that comes out. So now you have something limited, and then we broaden it. The rule is, Whenever you have something which is wine, which is limited, and then I broaden it, the Allah is riba Everything's included. Everything's included. Now, what's everything? My riba. So, what am I including? Riba, call me Lee. Everything. But then, one second. Let's pause for a minute. If everything that comes from a grapevine is now usher, why did I mention the wine? We have to go back to square one. Wine is a problem. And anything that comes. Okay, now it's anything. Well, if the Allah is and includes everything, so why did you mention wine? Why did you have something specific? Limited. Why did you mention something specific? My meit, you must be excluding one particular thing. What is it? Meit shavivte. I'm excluding the vine itself. Okay. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm excluding the, wine, the, the vines itself. Okay. Fine. Verabon and Darshi call you prati. Verabon and Darshi's words will call a problem. Miyayim be Sheikhar Yazir prat. Wine and old wine, specific, limited. Only wine's a problem. Nikolashiyasmigaf and a Yayim kla. And now I, it's more general. Anything's a problem. And then the Pazik says, You can't eat the seeds or the skins. Now I said something specific of the wine. Then I said everything. And now I'm mentioning something specific again the seeds and the geish. Why am I getting specific again? I have something specific, broad, and specific. The halacha is the way that these drushas work, which, by the way, we say these drushas by Rabbi Shemuel Eimer right before Shachras each morning. We have a klaalu praduklau, a specific. Generalized and specific. Allah <laughs> is, you look at that which is specified. Ma mafurish priu psilis pri. Just like that which is specific, that which is mentioned, we're referring to the entire thing being capable of being called a fruit. called priu pri. So too, it has to be something which is a fruit and psilis pri. The extras of the fruit. Ma'aprat mafurish pri but what about the Prat itself? Is literally a fruit, right? We spoke about a fruit directly. going to say so. What is the Torah left over to that, that it hasn't specifically st- said, hasn't specifically stated, right? In other words, why do you need to have a Klalu uprad klal if nothing else is is here to learn out? It's like scratching your ear on the other side of your head. Like, you know, like over your head like this. Why you, are making it more complicated than it has to be. Uh, um, I'm sorry. Amartya you're going to say, What is there left over? That which it hasn't said. You're going to tell me the leftover the fresh grapes or and dried out grapes. That's already listed in the pasuk. That's not extra. Nothing to learn out wine and vinegar also we mentioned the wine specifically he says you have to follow the that referring to the, uh, the complete fruit but following the approach of the first Mahalich and how to Darshan now one second let, let me explain this if that which is prat, if that which is specific is called a complete fruit. You eat the entire thing, so now it's gonna be it's gonna be tough because you don't need a klalu prado However, if that which we're talking about fruit includes anything, even if it's not a complete fruit, so now I have more things included in the prohibition that I wouldn't have originally known. Why? Why do I need to say that? Because otherwise, again, we're scratching our ears over other. We're making it more complicated than it has to be. So it has to be, there's something coming to the exclusion of. And now that we said in the end of the day, we're including anything which is similar to the grapes. Why are you talking about the seeds and the skins? Whatever you find, they call Pradu something specific and something broader. You cannot make the drusha to be mamish like that which is specified. Rather, we're making something in addition. Otherwise, you're not adding. Again, if I only, if I meant something specific and then something broad, and that which I'm mentioning in the broad is only is limited to the specific, why did I mention the broader term? I'm still only learning out the specific. I didn't need to mention it at all. So the Torah lets us know the way that it works by Nazir. That when you have a prat so I was specific, I was broad, and now I'm specific. That's where we say it's limited to that which is specified. But otherwise... We're broadening it beyond the halakha. We're going to include prohibitions beyond that which has been specified. Amar Mar, the Ma pre pre. Just like that which is specified, the entire thing is considered a fruit, right? The skins, the grapes, the. Afko pre pre. Anything that grows from the vine that is entirely uh, edible, we'll call it, or uh, being called a fruit, that's what's usher to the Nazir. Pre. What is the fruit of the vine? Envy, Anovim. Grapes. Psyllus Pri. What's considered the extras of the grape? Mahi. What is that? Choymitz. Vinegar. Vinegar. It's a little bit ruined. Avkol Pri Mahi. What does it mean? All Pri. Gorki. Unripe grapes. Can't eat unripe grapes either. Avkol. The Psyllus Pri Mahi. What's the afkal? Kahana lasuye envy Spoiled grapes. The Amravina, Lasuye, Ha It's coming to include Baina Bainim, which is seeds that never really ripen. I'm sorry, grapes that never really ripen because they're in the center part of the cluster that did not receive the proper sunlight and the proper nutrition. So those also they're fully mature, they're not rotten. They're fully mature in that this is how mature as they're going to be. You know, they're, they're the middle child over here. They're not getting all the, uh, they're not getting the attention from the sun and the water. So those are also going to be included in, um, um, those are also going to be included in the Isser. Okay. Now, if I would have just mentioned the first specific, I wouldn't have known everything else. So Mameyla, uh, we know to add these in. Gevaldeck. Amar Just like that which is specific is referring to a complete fruit, I've called pre So, too, any complete fruit that grows from the geffen, from the grapevine, is usher to a nazir. Amarta, you're going to say, what else grows from a grapevine besides for a grape? A grape. Yeah? So, what else are you including that what hasn't been uh, said? I know them. Lachem beaveshim, fresh and dry. Haksivi. That's part of it. It's regular. That's the pasuk. Yaiyem v'chaymet. Haksivi. Hain lechal. It's already. It's also included. It's it's, it's already mentioned. Hain lechal lech ladan koloshin achrayin ella koloshin rishin. Like we said before. That's the Amar Mar. O my achreshes zavin the is called over. And now that we say it's coming to include anything, matam lemer gadzon v'adzok. If any part of the food is going to be us, why are you mentioning the skins and the seeds? Whenever you find something specific and then something broader, you cannot make it limited to that which has been specified. Rather, you need to add on. Because again, you have something specific. You're broadening it. Why are you mentioning that which is broader? You must be adding a halacha to it. So that which was specific. Until the Torah goes ahead and specifies again. The same way it does when it talks about the prohibition of a Nazir. When it says. zog From the seeds until the skins. Okay. Freck the Gemara. The Gemara asks. Udra According to Rabbi Elazar ben Azaria, the kamukim lahay mecharzonim vaadzog loy mar sheinei chayav atchiyecha beis charzonim mezog We had a very interesting opinion of Rabbi Elazar ben Azaria in our Mishnah. What did Rabbi Elazar ben Azaria say? He says that a Nazir is only going to be chayav if he eats. He gave like not only he gave a a measurement. You know you're going to be chayav if you eat. En chayav atchiyecha shnei charzonim Yeah. He says you got to eat um, two uh, seeds and the skin. So, pratam where's this sourced? Where's the prat in the pasak? Because according to him, he doesn't have the extra specific word in that he is already using it up to teach me you need two two seeds and a skin. So he doesn't have this extra specification to tell me the halacha. So, how's he going to know our halacha? Sevalok, kurabalazar, the darish, me He's not going to rely on Klal Uprat. He's going to read Darshan on Reboy Umiat. Or you could say that he's even following the opinion of the Rabbanon, that he's Darshan in klal Uprat. We should have mentioned this, the, the seeds and the skins, as being the Prat. That we don't. Why would he have written it after the klal, the broader expression? We learn from here. That Reb and Azaria can stem can work out even as part of a klalu prat rule, and he, he he's not limited. He, he's not forced. We're not, we're not forced to say that he's darshening it with a reboy u miot. Says the Gemara yudasa. Mm-hmm. Maybe this entire thing is uh, like the uh, our original opinion. What, why is Reb and Azaria arguing? Where he's coming uh, he's coming along and learning the specific. Uh, the specific the, the second specific part of the posik they teach me two seeds and skin. What, what, what's wrong with the, the way that we darshaned it originally? As yes, a or, uh, I'm sorry, uh, yeah, prat prat. He says, Imkain, if if it would have been a prat uklal prat, lichto if it would have said I should have said either one, either the seeds or the skins. or individually, right? One and one. Lemay hukas av kasa v'rahmana mecharzon viadzag. He's bothered like this. He says, "Beautiful, nothing to do with the klal uprat. Klal, what nothing to do with the prat uklal uprat." He says, "If you look at the actual words of the pasuk, it says charzon plural seeds viadzag, and then singular skin." Shmami no lemedrash beklal uprat viyami lemedrash be'achla yechal shnei charzonim vizag. She says. I'm learning out my halacha separate from the prat u prat prat u prat i will learn out the same halacha as the Rabbanu, and we're good. Ah, so why am I also saying they need two seeds and a skin in order for it to be a chiyuv? There it is. I'm just looking at the Lashon Lev pasak. Lashon Lev puts Chartzon in plural, puts Zag in singular. So the way that this prat u prat has to function is as long as you have the two seeds and the skin, now the Pradu Prat could start. But otherwise it cannot. Okay. We'll hold it over here. And tomorrow we'll continue on uh with the with this uh fascinating Machlekes in, in our Mishnah, Tanakham and Lazar. And um okay, we'll hold it here. Have a wonderful, wonderful week. What time's Mikha this week? Forty. Forty. Shki is close to six. So let's call it. She is close to six. Right, call for six thirty, and we'll have our uh, do it per uh, metshem before. All right, Zagazet.